As soon as I started doing it, my face got really hot, so <laughs> had to get out of there. Welcome to <laughs> Urgent Care. Do I sound okay? Yeah. Okay, great. I just wanted to make sure because I don't have my mic this week because I am um, teleconferencing in straight from Tulsa, Oklahoma, baby. Oh, this is the, you're in Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah, I am in Oklahoma for work, currently quarantining in a hotel room. It is, and it, it actually feels amazing. I'm not going to lie. It feels amazing to be forced to quarantine in a hotel room. I feel like Eloise. Remember that? That sounds, I mean, I, I think I've said this before on the pod, but we have other friends who have had to quarantine alone in a hotel room, and I am on record saying that sounds really nice to me. <laughs> I really... Yeah, it's, it's so much, so it does not feel um, oppressive in the way that the lockdown in LA did at all. Like, I feel fantastic, chopped is on 24-7, room Whoa. service, everything, you know? I can't... Oh. Wait, I tell can't me. Wait to order room service. Tell today. me what you've gotten and what you will get from room service. Well, I haven't. I'm going to get fried green tomatoes for dinner because that's on the menu. Okay. okay? And I might get a, a beef Wellington, a beef Wellington and fried green tomatoes. Okay, how about well, that? How that, do you like? How do you like them? How do you like them apples? All of that kind of sounds like shit to me, but <laughs> 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 but I I hope you have an amazing time. All of those sound yeah. like things that. They uh, had every single day in the 1950s um, with a tall glass of milk. And then they were like, actually, these all maybe I'll sick. order that a tall glass of milk. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to order. They're, they're going to send the police along with the order. <laughs> Ooh, that Joel <laughs> Kim Booster. Such a tall drink of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> um, how are you? What are you doing? Um, I still see your Peloton is back there collecting featured. clothing. No, um, that you can't say that on the pod because it is actually in use <laughs> often. And that's the one thing I do have been doing good <laughs> is good. exercise okay. literally just this week. But um, I'm in a good little groove with my exercise. I feel like, honestly, you're so much of um, the motivating force behind that because I'm like, I can't come on the podcast again and say that I didn't do anything this week. <laughs> so usually around like Friday or Saturday, I'm like, well, I've got to make up for um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> um, and um, I put on lipstick to go to the grocery store, which meant I, I forget. I forgot about COVID long enough to put on lipstick. And then I put the mask over it. <laughs> um but that's where I just was. So I still have the lipstick on, but I really kind of felt like such an idiot the whole time because I just had this lipstick on. I thought it would be sort of like a fun little secret with myself. Um, I also just want to go on record as being the only 
comedian in the history of the United States who paid for parade underwear. I did that. <laughs> um, they came in the mail. Oh I'm wearing them now. I like them. I'm annoyed. <laughs> wow. This is, that's your pure for men. That you're is my pure for of, men. You're begging for an endorsement. I know, but your, I'm like, for, at this point, I already parade. paid for them. Like, too late. The damage has been I done. I still pay for pure for men. That's true. You you should get a lifetime supply. Like the amount of people that you specifically have introduced have to pure for yeah. Yes. I and also it is the official um wipe of the hygiene kits, I will say that there is a <laughs> there is a pure wipe in in wow. almost every hygiene kit. So a shower wipe or some whatever kind of wipe they do. But anyway, um it's that's what's up with a me. Boy wipe. <laughs> um <laughs> And I'm sort of just trying to um, do some little actions over the next couple of weeks as we come to the looming, um, you know what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> big the, Mitra the, and I, the big day. For those of you who don't, don't know, record on Tuesdays. For those of you who don't know, as though anybody who listens to us know, well, we I feel record like we, on Tuesdays. I feel like actually probably a lot of people know because we talk so much about the production of the podcast on the <laughs> yeah, podcast. We've given plenty of people behind the curtain um <laughs> but no we record on tuesdays and we and we had to have a discussion about whether or not we would re- record on the election day and we decided we will and i think it's funny What's i think the, it will be funny there, to be recording i want to reach out to chelsea now reach across the aisle to chelsea and ask is there an o- official earwolf stance on chelsea election clinton? day chelsea <laughs> yeah. Clinton? yeah i'm reaching across the aisle to chelsea clinton <laughs> far right Mitra johari <laughs> Like if they're if the, who they're supporting is a candidate? oh no no I just meant like no. will will you be working on election day oh um it's tech it's technically a holiday but I bet we'll still have to do something. oh man okay it's well serious XM holiday keep us posted <laughs> we will not force you to work if you do not want to work but we will yeah. we will be here if you um <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll be here. We'll be taking calls and emails just like we do every episode of Urgent Care. It's about five minutes into the podcast. Are you still interested to know what this podcast is about or can we continue? You know, oh, wow, I'm yeah. talking to you listening at home. We wow. haven't explained a single thing about our podcast. If you're still and listening. here we are six <laughs> minutes in. This is an advice podcast. I know what you're thinking. Who cares? <laughs> I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> <laughs> But if you are still listening, we will at some point be giving advice to you. And if you want to get advice, you can email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com or call 323-334-0371. What? She looks away from the computer screen. She's got the number memorized. Fingering my vitamin. (laughs) Fingering your vitamin. Just spinning your vitamin vitamin in your hand. Fiddling with a vitamin. (laughs) But I haven't eaten it all day. It's been sitting here all day. And for some reason, I refuse to just take the vitamin. What's holding you back from eating a vitamin? What's holding you back? I don't know. I'll just eat the vitamin. Let's start with your problem today, Mitra, which is you (laughs) refuse to take your vitamins. You refuse to drink water. She just took it. I took the vitamin. You and Whip both are obsessed with me drinking water. (laughs) (laughs) It's so sad. You've made it a part of your journey. You've made it a part of your journey the last couple of weeks. I I know. So it's fair game. The big bottle is in my car right now, though. Sad. The big gallon Can I tell you what's going on with me right now? Yes, I I want that. I want to say for the record that I am 
Matt Rogers was doing impressions of all of our friends recently, and he did me, and I feel like I am just a bucket of vocal tics. Like, I can't understand how people listen to this podcast with all of the weird isms that I have in my speech. What were It's they? hard to listen to now. Just like lots of like ums and likes and just, the, you know, little things that peppered. I say um, sort of a lot. I say that apparently a ton. Oh. It's sort of that. I say that. That sent that that begins a lot of my sentences. Oh, I mean, so I've never I noticed. Um, I mean, I think it more is a testament to Matt Rogers's powers of observation than it is an indication okay. of a problem with any of us. Okay. I believe, or okay. because because of Matt, I believe that Matt's impersonation of me was incredibly accurate, but. I think I'm still kind of fun to be around. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so I I wouldn't let it haunt you. His too impression much. of you was actually his impression of you was actually very cruel. It was very cruel. It was very demeaning. Um, but and, true, it is true. I laugh at all of my own jokes no. before anyone else gets a chance to. And wait, well, I should say for posterity's sake that he actually doesn't doesn't have a you, which should offend you more. Maybe that he didn't cycle through you. Oh, he when he was going through, we, yeah, he was an afterthought. Yeah, I was an afterthought. I mean, yeah. that's okay. No, no, no. You you weren't done at all. That's what I mean. You but weren't we made done. him do it on the podcast. Oh yeah, we made him do okay. it on the podcast because I was not, I was not remember I was not remembered. I was not oh, right, 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 right. Part right. of the equation. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would love to see the rest. Um, anything else, Joel? No, I think we should move into the updates for the week. I loved our updates. Yes. So let's get... I love the updates as well. That first update, please, Chelsea. Hey, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel, love you both equally. We stand the kings and queens. <laughs> You're very on Polly. I wanted to check in about the uh, pronoun business that happened on the last episode. I think you all did a pretty decent job. But something I wanted to say that I think is pretty crucial to learning uh pronouns for people in your life or outside of it just being good um is showing up rather than apologizing i think the thing that between me and my other genderqueer or trans friends talk about more than anything is the stress and the frustration of when folks apologize profusely about misgendering someone it puts the labor on that person to make the person who fucked up feel good and mm. don't need to do that you just need to apologize Show up, do it right. If you don't have a genderqueer person in your life, someone who uses they/them pronouns, or you just want to practice, like it's just really good to like have a conversation about somebody and just use gender-neutral pronouns or whatever pronouns you're trying to learn. Um, that's my tips. Let it go and sit on faces, etc. Bye. <laughs> sit on my face, etc. Etc. I loved this because it's like you know, not no one can speak for everybody from a group, but I, but I think this is something that I've seen online that we did not say. And this is, you know, things that I've heard people say about just, you know, not taking up too much space with mm -hmm. your apologies, just do it and keep it yeah. moving kind of thing. And I, you know, I, I think I, that's a really good rule of thumb. If you're talking to any marginalized group and you, yes. fucked up. <laughs> and, and cause it is, it's labor for them to correct you and apologize, keep it moving. Don't make them have to go like, 
I'm sorry, you know, you know, I'm a good person, right? <laughs> and go through that labor of being like, yes, yes, you are my friend. We are still friends. Great, 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 great. Like just keep yeah, it moving. And exactly. I thought that was great feedback and just something that we did not say. So, um, and you know, something else that they said that really made me think about the way we talk about people on this podcast is also just like using they, them pronouns as a given instead of only waiting for them. Because there are many times when callers don't give us their pronouns and we should probably technically revert to they, them just for safety's sake. And yet we don't. We oftentimes really just want them to be a boy or a girl so that we can use that in the name. Well, um, um, so it's something that I'm going to specifically try and do better at. On yes. The pod. One year into doing the podcast, we will do the right thing <laughs> <laughs> that we should have been doing all along. <laughs> um, oh my God, it is coming up on our year anniversary. Halloween is our year anniversary. Wow. Well, isn't that fun? That we're, is fun. We'll have to do something special. Um, yeah, anyways, who, who, uh, let's get a user poll. Um, who thinks that we'll forget that we said that we would do something special? Yeah. <laughs> Chime in in the emails. <laughs> yeah. Or let us know what you think that special thing should be. Yeah. Um, again, we will forget. Text, text 4777. <laughs> yes for yes. No for no. Um, <laughs> speaking of changing the name, which is the caller that we had who specifically wanted advice on how to um, deal with friends who weren't accepting the pronoun change and still refer to them by their old pronouns. Um, We have another update from the source themselves. Hi again. This is Changing the Name. That was a pretty good name. I liked it. (laughs) Um, I just appreciate, I just wanted to say I appreciate your your advice. I kind of wanted some people that were um, outside the pronoun game, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what I mean. I meant non-binary. I wanted binary people to answer this question so that I can what feels sickest to you and what you like. So I appreciate your your honesty. Thank you. Thank you. And Mitra, I am so sorry that you broke a piece of pottery during my call. I feel slightly responsible. So I hope that it is fixable. And maybe you can do the little gold thing where you paint the crack and make it look like intentional. Anyway, thank you all so much. The show is is a special ray of sunshine in my day. Bye. Outrageous. Outrageous to first cause you to break pottery and then to suggest that you just make it look intentional. I would never not do that. That's a great idea. (laughs) A villain Um, at work. Okay. No, I actually lost the piece already, so I will not be doing that, but I do appreciate it. And um, it is your fault, but thanks for the call. (laughs) We love to hear updates and we have a very exciting update. I know many listeners are going to be excited about this next one because this is who boy finally we've heard we're hearing back from finally this we're hearing back yeah um this is from the brothers him who you might recall hooked up with two brothers independently from one another in a small area and both of them were closeted and both of them confessed that they were in love with the brothers him and wanted um to come out for him. And we had a lot of callers. This one inspired a lot of callers who said that this was some sort of revenge plot on the brother's hymn. So let's see what the brother's hymn has to say for himself. <laughs> hey, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra. Um, so this is the infamous brother's hymn. I just wanted to call with a quick update. 
Um, so like I said before, I was on Ambien the last time I called. Um, so I oddly enough did um, misconstrued some things or just like leave out some things. Um, so let me just clear things up and see what you guys think after. So younger brother did hook up with a few times and we would text like once every like three months, um, just pleasantries um, and definitely probably should have set some boundaries with him. Um, I'm very friendly with the people I hook up with now, like as an out person, but as a closeted person, I could see how that would be confusing. So take responsibility, should have set boundaries. Older brother though, have no idea what's going on. Truly he slid, I, we hooked up one time, he slid into my DMs like during the pandemic and we hooked up pre-pandemic and he was like, I'm thinking of coming out and I really think we should go out after that. I really see something with us and I just don't understand what's happening. So like all that being said, it would be crazy if they're drawing tuckering me, right? Like the older brother, that would be nuts of him. Younger brother, I could like maybe see it, but like now that everyone's saying it, I'm like really nervous that they're drawing tuckering me. Like nothing's gonna happen. Like they live like hours away, but like I don't know. I just wanted to call because everyone hates me. I just want everyone to know that I'm not <laughs> just like a little bit. It's a little crazy. It's fine. All right. Well, I'm going to go take some Ambien now. Crazy <laughs> enough, this rambling was no Ambien. So I'm going to go take Ambien now. All right. Bye. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Addicted to Ambien much. Um, first of all, I would like to say for posterity that I don't think you're hated. I think that a lot of people think that you are, there is a revenge plot against you. You, you are being John Tuckered, as you yes. uh, so eloquently put, but I don't think that people hate you. I do think that people just sort of um, think that you're bad and not <laughs> a bad thing to happen to you. I, I didn't even get like hate <laughs> vibes from people. I just think it was like, how do you think that these brothers have not communicated about this yet? Like, yeah. why would they... Like, how could this, how could this happen? And like, it could happen. Yeah. And like, Joel and I fully believed that they had, like, it was the, it was the list, the listeners emailing in who made us think, wow, they probably mm -hmm. are John Tuckering him. Because um, there was, let us, let, we can't uh, underscore enough. There was a, a wave of calls and emails <laughs> positing this theory. Just an, uh, we only played a couple maybe, but there were tons, tons of, of that exact same theory. It was on the boards. It was everywhere. It was. And um, you're not hated. You just, um, I think it was just, you know, we, it, it is messy. <laughs> it's yeah. not. It. He knows that though. You, he knows that it's messy and he, and he says he's, I'm a little crazy. It's fine. But I, um, I think all that, that being said, this I absolutely believe it's a revenge plot. Still, I don't think this clears anything up. No, I'm, I'm I in team revenge plot. I don't think it clears anything up. I think it it exonerates our caller a little bit in terms of just like mm -hmm. it's not like he's got these two people that are just like he hasn't with with the older brother. It's like there hasn't been as much of a relationship with this person, so right. it's not like two of the greatest love stories ever told. And like, he's completely leading both of them on in that big of a way. But all that to say, um, might be worth just, um, getting out of this <laughs> and 
dire situation. (laughs) I think do not engage ever again, either of them in conversation. And and they're hours away. um, Slink away. Yeah. And I, and I know that so you're like, safe. depending on where you are, like you might have to go hours to find like good dick. But like, I just think if you're already going hours, go hours in a different direction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And um, honestly, I think the fear of the revenge plot is a punishment that befits the crime. I think he's exonerated <laughs> um, just by being afraid. Um, I wish so I had a gavel. <laughs> yeah. Court is adjourned um and actually our podcast is about to be adjourned as well as we take a break and when we come back we will dive in with your calls and emails for the week incredible transition (laughs) and we're back sure why not (laughs) why not why not come back and do our freaking jobs our (laughs) freaking jobs um with that in mind producer chelsea would you please reach into the bag and pull out the first voicemail hi mole and teacher teacher and mole i love the podcast and as a bisexual woman i truly do want you both (laughs) to sit on my face um anyways um so i am a biology tutor um tutoring like a high school person who's in ap biology i'm a neuroscience major in college so like i've spent a lot of time studying biology and labs and everything so she goes to the first time tutoring goes to a christian high school not where i went i am very much an atheist person um, and pro-science person and her assignments are starting to have little notes like from her teacher that are saying like this is an example of God's great creation of like blah 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 just while talking about scientific concepts and I know that evolution is supposed to come up in AP biology because I took that class in high school so I'm wondering if I should um kind of go with what the teacher is saying or if I should totally um, go against what her assignments are saying and just teacher evolution and not creationism because I am pretty morally against teaching creationism. So anyways, I hope you answer my question and have a good nickname for me. I love you both. Bye. Okay. So we've got evolution, Darwin, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, Galapagos Island. Um, yeah, that's certainly, that is gal, gal. <laughs> immediately, immediately gal. going to gender. <laughs> well, first of all, I would like to say, I would like to say this is a, yet another one of our many bisexual listeners. <laughs> I know, um, I, that's the first thing I was like, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I'm... I, I was not making it up last week. If you don't announce um, that you're bisexual in the first sentence of the voicemail, are you calling into urgent you, care? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the name is Galapagos, um, right? Mm-hmm. Galapagos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Galapagos. We are, yes, we are. Say we are it, leaving. We are it. leaving behind the pronouns, but we are doing gal. <laughs> Galapagos. Galapagos. Thank you for saying it. Um, (laughs) Now on to her question. You know what? There's a piece of information from this call that is missing for me that would sort of shape, I think, what the answer is, which is what is this girl 
or this kid that you're tutoring want? It is a girl. I think that's what she said. Yeah. Yeah. Because what does this girl want? Because I think like by the time you're usually by the time you're taking AP bio, you are like a junior or a senior. So this is someone who I'm sure like has their own opinions about the stuff that they're learning in school and has access to the Internet. So it's it would be really hard for me to believe that this person has never heard of evolution and like doesn't have some kind of thought on it. So I think just having like an honest conversation with this kid and being like, this is what I I know this is what you're learning about in school. A, this is what's going to be on the exam because I bet that fucking AP taken dork is going to want to know as, as a former one. And like, if you, but also just like, this is what I personally believe. And like, if this is going to be a huge problem for you morally, I mean, I understand that like money stuff is tight right now and it might, not be feasible for you to leave this tutoring job, but also it's, it is your value. So if there is a way to keep the integrity of what you believe in with this kid, perhaps framing it around what's going to be on the exam worth trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think you really got to understand where she's coming from with this because you can't, obviously you, you can't force her to learn about evolution. You just can't if she doesn't want to. So I think, yeah, I think Mitra's right. You present it as um, sort of, um, this is something you'll need to know for the AP test and go from there. I would like to say, side note, I took AP bio in high school and my teacher said, I don't think you should take the test. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> told me straight to my face. I don't think you should take the test. And I said, why? And he said, Joel, come on. <laughs> and that was the conversation and <laughs> I did not take the test. That's I mean so, save the money. Was I it wish like I, $60 I wish or something or more? Uh, I don't remember. Who knows? Back in the the dark ages when I was taking those tests it might have been cheaper. Who knows? I mean I absolutely um, just made up a number. I don't know why I said $60. <laughs> it's it's $60. Yeah. So I guess we should move on. Yeah. <laughs> AP talking out of your ass much. Um, I mean, it, but yeah, that's how you whatever. That's how you whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, there. I think Great there's a way to. Mitra. I know. I just it's like I started and then I like lost steam. I was like, I'm not going to pretend that I want to finish this sentence. <laughs> <laughs> and you should. No one should have to finish sentences in the pandemic that they don't want to finish. In this okay? in this time. If you can't finish out, if you can't figure out what the second half of the sentence is going to be, you don't have to. <laughs> no, no one should ask that of you. Um, Least of all, your I think ho- we solved ho-host. this one. No, not me. I'm not going to pick up any of your slack. You lazy, <laughs> you lazy ass. You lazy ass. Can't even finish a sentence. Lazy ass. <laughs> Show me your Peloton. Get on it. Do, what a, do what it a lazy right ass. Now, you lazy ass. What a lazy ass ride two miles yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, because I'm looking at one. Anyways, let's move on. We've got another call. Producer Chelsea, please reach into the bag. Just move on without even getting a chance to defend myself. (laughs) Well, you were, I knew you wouldn't. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's hear that voicemail. Hello. Love you both equally, and I'm gonna play the game. Um, I will try to keep this short. Okay. I crossfitted, fully dressed in my bathtub, 
how is it possible for a gay man to have a good relationship with his dad? Um, I don't have a bad relationship with my dad, but my mom, for context, I'm 24. I live with my parents and my mom left to visit her parents for a couple months and it's just me and my dad and it's becoming more obvious that our relationship is more like civil housemates than like loving father son and i don't know i just got thinking like oh what if i regret never having like this good relationship with him like i just don't know but it it feels i mean it's it's a it's such a stereotype but i don't know it it just i'm wondering if there's a way if there's a way if it's even possible um oh I'm already at a minute. Y'all sit on my face. Mitra, I'm gay. But if I had to pick a lady, um, it would be you or Natalie Portman. Um, <laughs> I'm very sorry. Two queens. Thank you. Goodbye. Okay. Yeah, we, we really have the We've same got... energy, me and Natalie yeah, Portman. Yeah, you and Natalie Portman. <laughs> yeah. You're both you're both my little black swans. Both my little black swans. <laughs> um, um so we've got a gay son. Um Gayson. Daddy versus Gayson. <laughs> Daddy versus Gayson. <laughs> oh, you're doing a nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, Freddy versus nightmare, Jason. Night, yeah. Daddy versus Gayson. <laughs> Yeah, I think it should. The whole title, his whole ti- his whole name should be Nightmare on Elm Street: Daddy versus Gay Son. Okay, great. Gay <laughs> I feel really good about that. And I think it should be Daddy. This is for, July. Will never pick this as the title. <laughs> this is for, just for you, July. It's it's Daddy D E D D Y versus Gay Son. Yes, Daddy versus Gay Son. And that's G A Y S O N, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Okay. Um. Okay. So perfect. Perfect. I, I, I would like to start and say I also do not have a good relationship with my dad. Um, so I'm not exactly sure I'm the one to help here, but I do have some some thoughts on on your predicament because it's my predicament too. And I think I don't know. I've tried really hard in the last couple of years to just really focus on like the three things my dad and I have in common, and and really try to bond over that. Like he really loves Westerns. So like one of the last times I was home, we watched the new True Grit, the True Grit remake, because it had something that he liked, Westerns, and something that I liked, Haley Steinfeld. So (laughs) we were able to really come together Wait, I just watched True Grit with my dad. Wow. And maybe that's the answer. Maybe that's really the answer to this. (laughs) <laughs> you need to watch True Grit with your dad and really bond over over True Grit. Wow, and Haley's yeah, we a really, slay in it. There is no up, there's no downside. I yeah. I had a great time watching that movie. Um, yeah, I also think like obviously there there is a layer of like sexuality that I imagine because you're calling um, has played into your relationship with your dad. But I think it's also like it's a it, it's just kind of a parent thing too, like. Sometimes you, a lot of people have one parent that they're really close with and another that they're just not as close with. And I, I love Joel's advice of, cause it's like, maybe, maybe you're not going to have like this explosive, perfect relationship, but maybe you find the thing that you guys enjoy doing together and you can really like 
make an effort for the time that you have together or when you visit or whatever and, and find and, and do that thing together. I mean, with, with my dad, I mean, I have a great, I, I have a good relationship with my dad, but it's like, we both really love the outdoors. I make an effort when we see each other, if we're meeting up somewhere, it's like, we're going to go hiking together or we're going to go biking together. And we don't necessarily have everything in common, but we love doing that thing together. If you can find that thing, something you can talk about. I mean, if you're a messy bitch who lives for drama too, you can definitely bring this up. I would, I would not like hesitate to say to my dad, like, Hey, do you like me? You know, I know you love me, dad, but do you like, it feels like you don't like me, you know, and then you can cry a little and then he can really figure out how to be a parent in that moment for you. Wow. I can't imagine doing that. (laughs) We are different. And that, and I think, you know, more and more we agree on this podcast. So that is, it's, it's sort of nice to go back to our old ways where, Mm -hmm. I would simply never do that because <laughs> I, I don't want to know. You're bored, if you're bored in quarantine, I would never be bored really enough. Blow up some I would shit. Never yeah. be bored enough to want to know if my parents like me <laughs> <laughs> because I could not handle the answer, and I must live in the the the, the state that I live. Ambiguity, in. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, for sure. You, you want to live in this, that liminal space in between. You don't want to know. I got it. Um, <laughs> you'll just go to your grave never knowing if your parents actually like you or not. And I, that's fine. That's, that's perfect fair. for me. So watch True Grit, start a fight with your dad. Uh, I hope that helps. Yeah. <laughs> hope that solved your issue. We have a really fun email now, um, and I think you should read it. Okay. Mitra. And I'm going to – Okay. Hello, Chelsea and esteemed guests. I'm a gay guy who has recently found out that my boyfriend of six months has been fucking some other guy. I'm not that broken up about it or anything, and I feel like the foundation of our relationship was built on the weird circumstances of COVID, and I think both of us knew that we were not going to get married and grow old together. The fucked up part to me is that he brought up a conversation pretty early into our relationship that we should remain monogamous because quarantine. That being said, it's been three weeks since I found out and we're still having sex. I have yet to confront him because the gag is that being cheated on and cuckolded is a huge fetish of mine. The one that I never really talked about because I thought he would think it was weird. The sex prior to all this was good. But now that I know I'm being cheated on, it's so much hotter than it ever was. And then some. I'm having a dilemma thinking of how to move forward. The moral part of me is wanting to ditch, to ditch him, for to Digimon him for <laughs> breaking my trust <laughs> and our quarantine. But that also means giving up the hottest sex I've ever had. The hor- horny part of me is thinking of confronting him with my kink and seeing if he would indulge in it with me, maybe even with, a, with this other guy in a sort of three-way sex dynamic. What should I do? Should I try to look for this kind of sex somewhere else? Is there a way I can make this situation even messier? Is my only option to turn to the holy book? (laughs) Wow. Don't get dramatic. Okay. What do we got here? We've got a cuckold. Mm -hmm. What can we do with cuckold? Um, Okay. So being cheated on during pandemic. um, I love the, I love saying cuck. (laughs) <laughs> Cuck, you know there's a gay porn site called cocky boys and this is cucky boys i love it 
Okay. Well, it's, it, well do you have well, any sort ideas? Of, well, it could be like sort of like um, the Cucky Boys uh, mystery. <laughs> the Cucky Boys mystery. Because it's okay. a mystery of how to proceed. Um, and it's always yeah, good it's when you sort of have a follow-up sentence explaining what you meant. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Cucky Boys mystery. True comedy always comes with an explanation. Um, <laughs> and then, the and then yelling at the audience for not laughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love this email. I love this problem. What an embarrassment of riches you have to deal with in your life right now. I yeah. wish I had a life half as interesting as this to deal with in quarantine, quite honestly. Um, I believe that you should continue to have the sex you're having until it gets boring, then reveal to him that you know, and then take it from there. Um, and then eventually ditch him altogether which I think you already are planning on doing, but I, I honestly feel like you should juice this grapefruit for all it's worth and then really show your cards. Do you like those mix, this mixed metaphor of squeezing fruit and playing cards at the same time? <laughs> I Okay, the one thing with that to me is the issue is the pandemic because... You know about this one person that your boyfriend is sleeping with, but what if there are, like, other people? I feel – for that reason, I would just come out with it and be like, I know, but spoiler alert, the twist. I love it. Can we do it in a way that is, like, fun and includes me? And then hopefully he'll be down. But then that way – because it's like – I just feel like even though this one person being – involved in the cheating is hot i just feel like our our caller who said that they chose to be monogamous because of the pandemic probably would want to know if there are like four other people or something like that you know i i don't know Mm. that that's how i i would i would be anxious if about that um but maybe there's a way to find out in my world of this caller this caller has antibodies and type O blood and is immune to COVID. Okay. And well, assuming this caller is immune to COVID, I love everything that Joel said. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is possible. Okay. There's still a lot of things we don't understand about this virus. No, that's trip. completely true. And I trust you. And I trust that this person is immune to COVID. And I think they should um, continue enjoying the hottest sex that they've ever had. And at some point, um, you know, uh, come clean about knowing so you can uh, turn I mean, up, you can how, crank it up. Here's the thing. I I think that this, I think it's reasonable. I don't know. He sounds pretty sure. He sounds like pretty sure. It sounds like he's a real cucky boy and really s- put the clues together mm-hmm. and figured out that this boyfriend was cheating on him with one person. Do you think he has the time to cheat with multiple people right now? I don't I'm know. I'm just I feel like, like if so you're somebody certain. who can figure out how to cheat at all during a pandemic where you're already spending all of your time with oh the God. person that you're partnered with. Mitra's, Mitra's sounding jealous. All I know. I'm like, sudden. and how, how do you do that? <laughs> 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 the idea of makes me sick <laughs> for so many reasons. Mitra's crying also just, right now. <laughs> Oh, sad. I, I love my, I love my boyfriend. Um, but but also Pathetic. it just sounds so difficult during the pandemic, like to to yeah. properly cheat. So I'm like, if you can cheat with one, who knows? <laughs> mm. I leave my house so infrequently. How could I? How could I do it? But anyway, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I trust your gut, Joel. I'm just saying if there is a feeling that there might be more people yeah, then For sure. No. You're you have as as always you have our callers best um sort of <laughs> you have the best intentions for them and their health and I sort of don't care if they live or die. Um, <laughs> and you just want them to get dicked down with their final three weeks that they get to be alive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Isn't that, is that so much to ask? I think that's a, a lovely wish for any person. <laughs> yeah, of course. I, Great. Yeah. So ultimately, I think, I think Joel and I are saying the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we really came together on that one. Um, Mitra and I are going to uh, both go piss and shit. And while we do that, we're going to take a break. <laughs> but when we come back from pissing and shitting, boy, oh boy, we have the second half of the episode for you. Boy, oh boy. And we're back. <laughs> oh, cool. hey, Wait, did you really have shitting. to go? No, I didn't have to piss or shit. Oh. That was... Just, that was it that was, was just theater for the kids at home listening. It, I'm sorry that I shattered the illusion. It was just such a specific choice and not one that you normally make. <laughs> like normally you don't really go there. Um, so yeah. I just wanted to sort of toilet humor is more your kingdom, not mine. Yeah, I would say I I handle piss and shit, and you handle fucking come. <laughs> 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 the two genders. <laughs> <laughs> we are binary people. As, we um, are binary Jimmy people. I represent piss yeah. and shit. <laughs> yeah. And I'm fucking cum. Wow. <laughs> merch, merch much, merch ideas. Okay. Oh, wow. We got to get to this call. <laughs> Hi, Joel and Mitra. Mitra and Joel. Um, I was just calling because I have been quarantine dating someone for a few virtual and socially distanced dates. And I have my first non-distance date with them this weekend. Um, and the question is because I am a fat woman and I've normally only ever dated other fat men, but he's quite skinny and I'm into him. I think he's attractive, but I don't know how to approach the body difference. I don't know if I should ask if he's ever been with anyone like me, how we would approach sort of any issues that might come up with intimacy, um, or if it's better to just not acknowledge it and see how it goes. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm just looking for some advice on how you handle dating someone who's maybe in a different demographic than you and talking about it in those early stages of a relationship. Thanks so much. I would love for both of you to sit on my face. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> wow, Thank buzzer you. beater. Okay. Um, okay. So we've got intimacy issues, um, body differences. Um, first date outside. It's sort of. A, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, my brain literally has completely shut down. <laughs> oh. Um, curvy. You remember curve the curvy wife guy? Mm-hmm. Curvy. That's all I got. Just to remember him. <laughs> curvy the car. What? What was it? What's that? Like curvy fully loaded. That car. <laughs> curvy fully loaded. Oh my god! Producer Chelsea coming in with a brilliant idea. That's, That's gorgeous. What we be going with curvy fully loaded. <laughs> 
As in her be oh, fully loaded. My God. Uh, producer Chelsea really making a mark on her first official episode as our full-time producer. Oh my um, God. And I just want to say to the listeners, we cut out about two minutes of full-blown silence as Joel and I couldn't think of a single idea and um, Chelsea really swept in. You didn't have to endure the silence, but Chelsea did and so did Ryan. So yeah. we salute you. <laughs> we salute you as always. If you knew the amount of dead air that gets cut out of this podcast, oh, God. dear listener. Dear listener. Okay. Um, dear listener. So calling because, okay, so um, they've been talking for a while and this, because mm-hmm. I was, because I, I feel like first thing is just going to be, I, I think the most important thing is just seeing what your chemistry is like in person. Like, yeah. I think this isn't something that you lead with right out the gate unless you think it's going to like, I, you, you have to meet in person too. Like if you, if you meet in person and the vibes fucking suck, then there's really no need to have this conversation. But I think if this is something that, if this is a person that you're really into and you know that having this kind of conversation will make having an intimate relationship with them better, then you should totally talk to them about it. And this is someone who is interested in you and that you've been talking to for a long time. So there is attraction there. So, yeah, I would say I like, let him treat you like a human being before you ask him if there's other things at play, you know, like I, I think like really give him an opportunity, um, to just like be chill and normal and and um unless he's given you any indication otherwise um to not I don't think you have to bring this up at all um yeah. at first if you don't want to. Here's what I will say though, if you want to know um if he's dated people like you before, you got to check out the Instagram. I can't believe you didn't mention if he had anything on the Instagram in the past. That's what I do. Whenever I am worried that I am dating somebody who is a, someone who fetishizes Asians, um, I always look at their Instagram. And if there's too many, then I know, you know, <laughs> it does color my experience a little bit. Um, I know it's not the same thing quite as much, but it is a similar feeling. And I understand where she's coming from. The weariness with which she's coming to us, I completely understand because it is stressful to feel like someone's only dating you because of like one thing about you. And yeah. that's the only thing that they're attracted to. And it can be scary. So I understand that. But that's why I say, that's why I say like, give him a chance to just treat you like a human first before you Go and jump like, into any conclusions. Be and and let this person be into you and think you're hot and like be cool. Like because it it might just be like the this incredible date and you don't feel like you need to talk about it or something. Or maybe you do, but I think it's just coming in with a set thing of like, I'm definitely, definitely gonna get this out of the way right up top or something like that will stress you yeah. out. And it I think it will color your experience. So um, I hope you have an amazing time to go on a first in-person date in this time, especially if you're like months of getting to know people. It's going to be so fun and so horny. I, I know. <laughs> I see all the commercials for like Match.com where I didn't realize people were actually doing virtual dates. That sounds so tough to me. It does not sound like something I would want to do. So kudos to you for doing these virtual dates before the in-person one, because I would be like, when were you tested? Let's go sit in a park. <laughs> now because I don't want to FaceTime with you. I find it so exhausting. I'm exhausted right now looking at your face over Zoom, looking at you and Chelsea. Wow. It's work. It's work looking at your face. 
Joel, and for me, it's a vacation. So that's the difference between <laughs> us. So let's move on to the next call. I'm this an amazing always, friend. Joel is abusive. <laughs> oh, don't start with that. Because no, they I'm really sorry, because that. they will come for you again. And I just <laughs> yeah, want to say that Joel me. is a great friend. <laughs> and um, we're not in the same room, so I'm, I can't physically intimidate her in any way to say that. Um, yeah. <laughs> Is coming of her own volition. No, the intimidation is entirely emotional. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Oh boy, I can't wait to read about this in the reviews. Um, No. Here we go. We have one. Listeners, do not come forward, Joel. We are kidding. We love each other so much. We love each other so much. And so when you try to neg one of us or try to try to separate us by saying one of our names first, and yes, I'm reframing that as you attacking one of us. You attack <laughs> one of us when you put the other person's name first. Okay. So that's why, you but know, I a lot want of people you to think keep attacking us silly. in that way. Keep attacking in yeah. that way because we need something to keep us on our toes. And, and there's so little simulation. In my day-to-day. In the world. That I really yeah. need to have one person's name go before the other person's name. Um, yeah. Because that, to me, is drama now. <laughs> so yeah. that's kind of what I have going on. That's what I have to live for at It sort moment. of keeps us at the edge of our seat every record. And <laughs> okay. Wow. Last call. Quick episode today. Quick up. But I don't, I don't hate it. Me neither. Hey, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. Uh, I was hoping you could help me manipulate my family. Uh, every Christmas Eve, we have a family from out of town and some close friends over for dinner and drinks. Uh, and obviously that's a really, really bad idea this year. Uh, so I like your help convincing my family that not only is it a bad idea to do this, but that it was their idea and not me being a party pooper. So uh, my parents don't take the pandemic as seriously as I do. And I feel like I beg them to, uh, you know, try to stay alive at least once a week. Uh, and furthermore, my out-of-town family are Republicans, and I don't keep up with them that often. And I don't really trust them to take social distancing seriously. Uh, even worse is over the summer, my parents had family friends over one night and uh everyone repeatedly violated the boundaries and procedures i thought we'd set up before the event so i don't really think there's a way that we can have our christmas get together in a safe safe manner um it's worth mentioning that i'm by far the most liberal person in my family and uh in my younger years had a history of being very stubborn and pretty inflexible. So I can't just come right out and say we have to cancel the party. So I would love your advice on how to convince my parents to abandon their beloved traditions, hopefully sometime before Thanksgiving. Uh, Thank you both for your help. I hope you get to sit on a beautiful face of your choosing sometime very, very soon. My pronouns are he and him, and I'm reading this from a script per your suggestion because I'm nervous. (laughs) Thanks. Bye. Wow. What a lovely call. He did everything right. He really did. He did everything So we've right. got Christmas Eve, Christmas Steve. <laughs> what does that mean to you? <laughs> I don't know. It's a name. That's he's, true. You know, he's calling about Christmas Eve, Christmas 
Um, Steve. He's got a position. Is the first thing that comes to mind. How about a a long phrase? And we won't use this as the title. Um, (laughs) Okay. um, He's got something up his Christmas sleeve. Sleeve. (laughs) Sure. I don't know. So Christmas sleeve is the name. Christmas Steve slash sleeve. Sleeve. I know. I think we we should go with Christmas sleeve. Remember when I dragged you I for think, Christmas Steve and then offered something worse? <laughs> yeah, Christmas Sleeve. I remember. It happened just seconds ago when we decided to name this caller Christmas Sleeve. Well, you decided. Um, you decided. I simply well, pitched. I mean, you sort of brought it to the table and I sort of just picked up what you dropped down. That's all. <laughs> um. Okay, so... Christmas sleeve. <laughs> if this is the title of Ep, I will end it all. <laughs> um, so um, my first question for this person was, um, do you have to go? Like, I feel like part of part of um, unraveling a Christmas hang is by not attending. Um mm-hmm. That is, uh, I, I think you, you saying that you won't, if you do not live with your parents, which I'm just going to assume for the sake of this call that you don't, um, you saying that you're not going to go establishes your stance and whatever they, like, you can't control an entire family. You just can't make anyone do anything, but you can control whether or not you are there and you not being there might make them reconsider their choice. Maybe not, but I you think can't- too. Also, g- gather some allies. Really p- peel off the people from the attendees that you can. Like mm-hmm. get as many people to boycott, and really come. Don't come at them alone. Like get as many people on your side who are supposed to go to this gathering and to will you can convince to cancel. And then as a group, sort of in like a union. Go in and say we're boycotting, we're striking, but we're not going. Th- the to way this. they were we writing, it's a bad idea. I was getting the vibe that they will They're not the maybe one. have allies or have a limited allies, amount of yeah. allies. I I just think you have to accept that you're maybe not going to shut down Christmas. Um, but <laughs> another another option perhaps is um encouraging family to quarantine for a week before something or whatever you can get them to do get tested before like if you can't get them to cancel christmas can you negotiate a little bit and be like will you do this will you at least do this or if you don't do this can you do this or i won't come and then if they don't care if you don't come don't go like it i think the there's another option here too which is i think you pretend to get covid and (laughs) pretend to get it bad Pretend to get it bad right after Thanksgiving, right after Thanksgiving, and just be like, "I'm in the, I'm in the hospital, and you can't come and visit me." Like they can't, they can't prove otherwise. He could just be updating them and saying that it's really, really bad. And you know, really, it does take sometimes people. Is it you? You're frowning at me, so I me? feel like this is yeah. I am not frowning. You don't agree. I mean, here's the thing. I don't think that will work, but I, <laughs> but I, I do think it's really funny. <laughs> I wasn't frowning. Okay. I was, I was okay. simply, I was just listening and processing and chewing on the inside of my mouth as because it's a wow. tick that I have. Okay. <laughs> okay. But okay, I mean, I do think it would be an amazing thing to try to pull off. And if you do pretend to have COVID, you must keep us posted with day to day updates. Yeah, just like you're going to update your parents and scare them into canceling Christmas. Yes. 
I think those those are your only options: mitigate or pretend to have COVID and get Christmas oh, canceled. Another thing was just um, just ask if you can do Christmas another time of year. Like, ask if you can do like a big family hang later in the year when you can. Yeah, provide them with alternatives too. Yeah, because like if if you can say like, can we do this in the spring when we can all be in a field together and we can be distant from one another like is that an option i i'm just wondering if there's i just think you're not going to be able to completely erase christmas from the narrative for your family just based on the family that you have but i think you have things that you can suggest and if you suggest like every single thing that we've said and it doesn't work then you should definitely pretend you have covid (laughs) yeah um all right i think we solved it. it we solved it Joel, we solved his problem. It's been an absolute Mitra. delight. No, don't don't sign off like this. I can't. Don't leave me. When we let's when we're stay angry on for another fifteen minutes. <laughs> let's, let's stay on for fifteen minutes and hash this out. Okay? I don't have enough At ideas. End of episode. I don't have enough ideas to get me through fifteen minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. To be quite honest, um, I'm going to go order my room service food that you think is gross. I do want to hear about it. And I'm sorry that I was so judgmental about your room service food. It's fine. It's fine. It's I, and I'm sorry that I, what did I do to you this episode? I feel like, Oh, you said you didn't want to look at my face. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry to both you and Chelsea for suggesting that your face was work for me to look at. Yeah. Um, That was, I'm going to forgive you. Two gorgeous faces. (laughs) Thank you. I, I did need that tonight. <laughs> um, thank you so much, okay. producer Chelsea. Um, I would like the urgent care family to welcome her into the community and start. Um, yes. I don't. I don't know if you necessarily need to do like. Um, I, we need our own thing with Chelsea. So um, I'm just saying, like, yeah, start we're welcoming her into the fold. And whatever, whatever horrifying thing you guys come up with within reason, I would say um, <laughs> the the least we'll violating, we'll um, most deranged thing you can think of. As I know you always do. Uh, we trust you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so include those when you call us or email us. Um, our number, of course, is 323-334-0371. Um, or you can email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Um, as Mitra said, thank you, producer Chelsea. Thank you, engineer Ryan, back from the dead. No King. longer RIP. And no one, no one knows what that means when you say that. It's just that sometimes Ryan has so much work that he's not here for the whole time. Yes. But he does do a great deal of work. And when we say RIP, we say it with love because we miss him when he's not here. Yes, we do. We do miss him. And thank you, July. Good luck with this one. <laughs> yeah, can, you know, if you don't pick Chelsea's, actually, I'm going to be pissed because everything else yeah. we said was pretty bad. But that one really did it for me. <laughs> oh. But also, you're a professional. You do Christmas your thing. sleeve. <laughs> Christmas sleeve. I can't wait to download this if, app and see if that you it's do Christ- Christmas July, sleeve. July. If you do Christmas sleeve, I will. I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys. We love you. And Joel. We love our listeners so much. Joel. Yes, Mitra. I love you. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) 